Hello and welcome to the Deception Tips Podcast, where you will learn amazing cues to detect deceit that will help you read people like never before. I'm your host, Spencer Kaufman. Let's get started. Welcome to episode 34 of the Deception Tips Podcast. Last time we talked about a sign of deception that was related to speech and how people talk. We discussed how sometimes liars will speak in the third person in order to distance themselves from the situation or the event that they are talking about. In addition, they will do that to make sure that it is apparent that people see them as separate, that they want to shed the blame or shed the association of themselves and whatever is being discussed or whatever they are being questioned on. This also related to distancing language, which was way back in episode 18, where we talked about how people that use distancing language, they do so to separate themselves from the situation or a person, such as that person or that woman or that man or that business, things like that. They aren't aren't a part of whatever is going on. And in the same way with the third person, they are separating themselves from whatever is being discussed. So one would think that you would do this instead of I would think you would do this. Or in my opinion, they would say, well, the common belief would be X, Y, Z. It's using a general third-person statement so that it is more separated rather than speaking naturally like most people would do and saying I or one would believe, you know, by using first-person. First-person is much more natural and it sounds more easy, and it's much easier for people to hear and not even think about it. It just sounds natural, so people don't give it a second thought. However, when people speak in the third person to distance themselves from something, now it's kind of a red flag because it sounds unnatural. It's not something that we are used to hearing. It's not something that is a normal pattern of speech, which means that when we hear stuff like that, it's a little bit odd. It's a little different. We're not used to hearing those types of things. And that is something that we really don't pay much attention to unless you are aware of it. And now that you're aware of it, you will hear it and you will pay attention to it, which means you'll be able to detect when people are speaking using distancing language or when they're using third-person language. And then that'll kind of ping up your sensors and your antenna to alert you of the possibility that someone is being deceptive. Today, we have another sign of deception. This one is related to the mouth, and it kind of relates to episode 32 when we spoke of licking the lips. Now, liars lick their lips due to a variety of reasons. The main one is because when people lie, they are under a tremendous amount of tension and stress. Now, this tension and stress is displayed or is manifested in the mouth with dry mouth because usually tension and stress is a precursor to a fight-or-flight response system in our physiological makeup. So that means that when we're prepared to fight or flight, then non-essential or non-life essential uh, productions in our body are going to reduce. So that means we're not going to be digesting food, 
things like making saliva in our mouths, other stuff like that that's really not essential for a life or death situation, which means that if you're not producing as much saliva, then your mouth is going to get very dry, and then you will probably lick your lips a little bit more to kind of keep it moist, especially if you're trying to talk telling a lie. So that's something you can watch for. It's from stress, tension, is licking the lips. So today, we are going to talk about other forms of the lips, which means that instead of like licking their lips, there's something else that can happen, which is that their lips may take on a variety of different shapes. They'll distort them or play with them, do things with them while they are lying as an effort to kind of release some of that stress and tension. So here it is. This is deception tip number 34. The lips of liars take on all sorts of positions. They may suck them inward, pucker them, bite their lower lip, or point the lip corners downward. Here it is again. The lips of liars take on all sorts of positions. They may suck them inward, pucker them, bite their lower lip, or point the lip corners downward. Now keep in mind, that even though I gave you a few examples here, there could be many, many more. This is not everything. There are always more signs of deception. There are more signs of body leakage and behavioral leakage. And not every single one can be cataloged and memorized because they could be a different form from person to person. However, the base will be the same. So some people may pucker them. Others may bite them or suck them inward. Other people may play with them with their fingers. I mean, there are a variety of options that can happen here. But the point is, you're going to watch the lips because their lips may take on all sorts of positions. It's something that you can be on the lookout for. And when you see things start happening unnaturally or abnormally, like most of the time when you're in conversation with someone, they're not going to be biting their lip or doing all kinds of stuff with their lips unless they're nervous. Nervousness and lip biting go hand in hand. It's a very, very common behavior. It's in TV shows and movies. We see it all the time. That kid is sitting there before taking his test, and they're biting that lower lip, just half of the lower lip. The pencil's tapping on the other half of the lip. They're worried as heck because they want that test to go over smoothly and to be over with. Or they're waiting for the test result. They're worried about the result. We've also seen it a lot in TV shows and movies where there's the girl sitting there biting half her lip and the pencil's tapping and she's waiting to talk to that guy that she has a crush on or something like that. It's a typical situation with tension and nervousness. And when people lie, obviously they are tense, they are stressed, and nervousness is a big part of that. So that is why that behavior can transfer over into detecting deception. Now, I mentioned a few positions. Suck them inward, pucker them, bite the lower lip, or point the lip corners downward. So we're going to talk about all four of those, and I'm going to branch off a little bit on each one and go into a little more detail with it so you kind of know exactly what each of these four are going to look like and what might be behind them, a little background. And we're going to do all of that coming right up after this. How would you like to stay sharp when it comes to reading people? Get the Deception Tips emails delivered to your inbox each week. Sign up today on SpencerKaufman.com.
All right, let's break them down here. The first one is sucking them inward. So this is a behavior that you've seen before, and it's one that you've probably done before. However, you may have done it with a different intention. A lot of times when people are kids, they pretend to be an old person, and a part of doing that is putting their lips over their teeth. So they're kind of sucking their lips inward. They have uh, what looks like no teeth, and by doing that, they, they do that with bringing their lips over their teeth, and then it looks like they don't have any lips at all. It's like gums only. And that is one of the ways that people can suck their lips inward. Now, it's not going to be for a long period of time, like when you're pretending to be an old person without teeth. It's going to be something very quick. It'll only be a half or maybe even a full second long, where they simply pull their lips in, and then they put them back out. It's something like that. It's a quick gesture, a quick facial expression. The other way that they could suck them in is like a fish. Now, this kind of goes with puckering them, but it's not quite puckering, and it could only be on one side of the face. So it's like when they are pulling their cheek inward and sucking on like their cheek, or if they're sucking on both of the sides of their cheeks. But it, either way, it's very visible because you'll see that their cheek goes from being rounded to all of a sudden looking sunken in or pulled in. And that is one where they are kind of releasing that stress or tension by either chewing on their cheek or by kind of sucking on it, by having something to keep their mouth and tongue occupied for a minute of time. Now, again, this could be a very, very quick behavior. It could be only a second or two. In addition, it may not be the whole cheek. It could be like the inside lip corners that they kind of suck on or bite a little bit or play with while they are speaking or while they are thinking or between thoughts. It could be anything on the inside of the mouth of their cheek that they are sucking inward to kind of chew on or play with a little bit. Now, regarding puckering the lips, this is exactly what it says. Now, they can do it with a combination of sucking their cheeks inward or and look like a fish almost, like when they suck, you know, when you're a kid and you kind of suck your cheeks in and then you pucker your lips and it looks like you're a fish, that type of behavior. Or it can just be a quick puckering like they're about to give someone a kiss. And in that instance, it's going to be very quick. And the reason they do that is kind of for some form of release. They're moving their mind elsewhere, something like that. In addition, it could be like when you eat something very sour and your face kind of puckers up. That is a very common one amongst liars because usually when we eat something sour, it's not that enjoyable. It's, we don't really like it. And most people do not like telling lies. So when they're telling a lie, they may pucker up like it was a sour thing that came out of their mouth. They don't like it. So watch out for all of those different ways. Anytime their face or their lips are going to kind of pucker or squint, look at that and see what they might have been saying because it could be some form of deception. Now, the other one is biting the lower lip. Now, we kind of talked about this a little bit earlier with the guy waiting for his test results or waiting to take the test, and it was nervousness, or that girl biting half her lip, kind of tapping her pencil. You've seen that before in movies or TV shows. It's a stereotypical nervousness behavior when they're about to kind of talk to their date or the person they have a crush on or something like that. And this can be done either by 
biting the entire lip. So like you would see their all their teeth and they bite the whole entire lip. Or it's like half. So they may move their lip over a little bit to the right or left so that they bite their lower lip with their front teeth. And that is how it would be displayed. And it's more of a stereotypical thinking gesture. It's like one that you would see people who are in thought, they would have this. Now this makes sense because a lot of liars like to think about their lie and like to think about how they're going to fool the target. So they may do this. They may bite their lower lip by putting half of it under their two front teeth or even the entire thing under their front teeth. Now this one is typically going to last a little bit longer than the others because when people bite their lips, it's something that they do, like I said, while they are in thought, which means that typically it's going to be longer than one or two seconds. They may be holding this pose for five even. It's something that they are doing as like a scratching their head gesture, something to kind of help stimulate their mind and their thoughts. Now, so this doesn't necessarily mean they are lying, which is why you need to look for other behaviors and patterns, clusters with it, because it could simply mean that they are thinking about something, and it could be because you've asked them a question, they're calculating math, who knows? The point is that this one is representative of thought, and typically when people play with their lips and they're in thought, it's due to some result of tension or nervousness, Tension and nervousness go with lying, so this is why it could be part of a deceptive behavior, but that is also why you need to be looking for the patterns and clusters of behavior that go with that. All right, the last one that I mentioned is pointing the lip corners downward. Now, this is a micro-expression. It's a very quick expression, and the reason it could happen is due to the sadness or the tension in telling a lie. It could also be fear. When people point their lip corners downward, it is an unconscious gesture that is something that will happen in a fraction of a second. Now, it doesn't always mean lying. It depends on what else is coming with it, just like any of these other behaviors. However, this one could be sadness, fear, something like that. could even be a little bit of anger. And now all of that could go with telling a lie. They could be sad that they had to tell a lie. They could be angry that they had to tell it. They could be afraid of getting caught. Variety of reasons. But watch out for these lip movements and then see if you can pick up any other signs of deception along with them, any other patterns or clusters of behavior to help you determine whether or not someone is telling the truth. I want to thank you for listening to the Deception Tips podcast. I hope that you'll share it with your friends, subscribe to the feed, Check out the Deception Tips videos, the blog, and take a look at the books I have available. And as always, tune in next week for a new Deception Tip.